This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you are tired of trying to figure out what to study, if you want to get a better job but your English is holding you back, or if you feel stuck at the same English level and you don't know what to do, then the Academy is for you. When you join the Academy, you will get access to a 365-day English lesson plan created specifically for intermediate and advanced English learners. These 365 days of English lessons will cover English vocabulary, American culture, listening skills, fluency, idioms, expressions, and so much more. You will also be able to join a private community where you can practice what you learn with English learners from all around the world. So join today by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. In today's episode, you are going to learn about confidence, how to speak English with confidence and speak fluently. During this episode, teacher Julie and I go over different reasons why you don't feel confident and also ways that you can start being confident. The tips and strategies that you'll hear in this episode will help you moving forward. And I know that you are going to enjoy the conversation. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you about the weekly English words membership. That's right weeklyenglishwords.com. You see, each podcast episode includes tons of new vocabulary words, expressions, and idioms that are used by native English speakers. But you know, as an English learner, it's hard for you to know the correct meanings and how to use the words, expressions, and idioms properly. That's exactly why the Weekly English Words membership was created. As a member, after each podcast episode, you will find an entire section that includes video explanations for more than 25 words and expressions that were used during the episode. As a member, you will also be able to download a PDF that includes the definitions. When I say you won't find this anywhere else on the internet, trust me, I'm not lying. This is something you need if you want to truly speak English fluently and sound like a native English speaker. So again, you can go to www.weeklyenglishwords.com and start learning more today. Remember, the words and expressions will be heard in this episode and you can learn more about them by going to weeklyenglishwords.com. Now, are you ready for this episode? Well then, let's jump right into today's episode. Hey, Julie, how are you? 
I am very well. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Thank you. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about um, confidence. And I think this is something that both you and I um, think is really important when it comes to teaching English and also for English learners. Um, In our conversations, I've heard you mention as well how much you try to kind of instill confidence in your students um, whenever you were teaching and even now. Um, so, but kind of before I get to those, the questions we have for it, I want to ask you, why do you think confidence is so important uh, for an English learner? Like if I was to play quote unquote devil's advocate and say, well, as long as I can speak English fine or know the words, why is confidence so important? Why do you think confidence is an integral part of speaking English well? Uh, I think confidence is important because it will open doors for you. I think it will uh, create opportunities for you. The more confident you are, um, the more people you'll speak to and the more opportunities you'll have. And I think that if you lack confidence, you will kind of hold yourself back um, and not experience as much as you could and not improve as much as you could. So I think confidence is extremely important in all aspects of life, uh, including speaking English and learning English. Yeah, agreed. For me, I think, um, again, just to kind of piggyback on what you said, um, when I think of confidence, it's kind of like basically believing in yourself. And I think a lot of times, no matter where, like if you're in America, Canada, wherever you live, it doesn't matter if you're an English learner or not. um, As human beings, sometimes we focus on what other people think of us or what other people say. Um, But what's more important is what we think of ourselves. And I think that's a part of confidence as well. So like we're all trying to build confidence in whatever we're doing, we're all trying to do that. Um, So I think when it comes to English, if a person believes in themselves, like, They can accomplish anything. So I've had students that were confident. Their English may not have been the best, but their confidence kind of made it more interesting to listen to them and want to talk to them because they believed in themselves, even if they made mistakes. So I think uh, it's really about knowing who you are and kind of believing in your abilities. I think that's why it's confidence is so important when I talk to students. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's get started with number one then. Why do you think students don't feel confident uh, in direct connection, like with English? Why do you think students don't feel confident? Uh, I think that students don't feel confident because they are afraid of making mistakes Mm. and they are afraid of other people judging their English. Mm. Uh, And this is it's kind of a psychological thing, Um, this fear of like other people judging you. So. A lot of times I tell my students that they have to have like a mindset shift. Um, And most of the times people are not judging you as harshly as you are judging yourself. As well, a majority of people are not going to judge your English because they don't care and it's not their job. Like so an English teacher will critique your English and correct your English because that's our job and we are paid to do that and that's what we're supposed to do and Mm -hmm. we're also going to be nice about it right Um, but the average person who you're just having a conversation with is not going to correct your English or um, criticize your English yeah and I think that people who make an effort to speak another language 
or people who speak more than one language can never be criticized by someone who just speaks one language and to kind of like eliminate this, this concept of like other people are going to judge me. Other people are going to make fun of me and stuff. And um, yeah, that will, that's one of the reasons. And I think also like adult learners specifically have this fear of making mistakes. Like if you think about kids, if you think about yourself as a kid, like, we couldn't even speak our own language correctly. Everyone in the world um, at one point in their life could not um, speak perfectly. We all made grammar (laughs) mistakes. We made up words that didn't exist. And like, we just didn't care. Um, We didn't have this, this fear of, of making mistakes. So I think it comes from the fear of making mistakes and, and being judged. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think the main reason why people don't feel confident, but I understand, like, I feel nervous when I speak another language. I feel nervous. Like I feel so awkward and uncomfortable, but, um, I also have to kind of remind myself of the advice that I give, you know, yeah. so I can easily give this to my students and I have to kind of practice what I preach and tell myself the same thing. Like, okay, I'm making an effort here to speak another language and people are not going to judge me as harshly as I, as I think that they will. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, honestly, I was going to say something similar in regards to like caring about what other people think. I think that really is kind of at the heart of the issue. Um, why students feel, uh, less confident in their English speaking abilities. Um, Another thing too, I think to add on to that is sometimes students put too much pressure on themselves. So for example, like if you're trying to study for an exam or you have a goal, you're trying to achieve something, right? And you're like, I want to learn say a thousand vocabulary words or whatever your goal might be. When you don't kind of reach that, that thing, that goal in the time that you've set, you start to feel a little bit insecure, like, ah, I'm not good enough or ah, I can't really learn this or why am I not grasping this information? And it starts to become like, kind of like beating yourself up. So again, we have this aspect of like the outside influences, like comparing yourself, but then there are also those times when you are by yourself and you're just beating yourself up. And I think we have to be, um, sorry, students have to be less hard on themselves. Like, it's okay. Give yourself a break. It's all right. Like, like you mentioned, Julie, you guys are learning another language. So you're already awesome. Like you already speak your mother language. And for some of you, you have multiple languages. Like I've had students tell me, teacher, I speak six languages. I said, what? Like you're already amazing. Like in your country, you know, maybe you speak French, English, you know, and different other, other languages, but now you're learning English. Um, I think that's English. Wait a minute. What did I say? French, Spanish, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I said, but, um, I think being easy on yourself, not being so hard on yourself and realizing that, hey, it's going to take time um, and then kind of setting realistic goals. Um, and I talked about this in a few in a YouTube episode uh, less than a few weeks ago about setting realistic goals. Um, like if you do want to learn a thousand words, that's great. Break that down. Like how many do you need to learn in a month? How do you need to learn? Many do you need to learn in a week and in, in a day? Like break it down into smaller chunks. And as you achieve those small goals, you start naturally feeling more confident. So I think, yeah, it's, be, you know, don't beat yourself up. Um, just kind of achieve those smaller goals and don't compare yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
All right. And I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a natural transition. Natural. I was just listening to you and I was like, no. these are good points. And I got distracted. And anyways, moving along. No, All right. No. Next question for you um, right. is, can you tell us about an experience uh, that one of your students has had maybe where they've improved uh, their confidence mm-hmm. or they've become more confident? Yes. And it, uh, ironically, it kind of tags on to the last point I was making about like not beating yourself up. So in, in the class I had, um, I had a class where I was teaching students basically how to give presentations, how to give speeches. Um, we went from like a five minute speech all the way up to a 10 minute speech. Um, and in the class, you know, they all were learning intermediate and advanced English learners, but there was one lady and she was older, cute. She was little. She was maybe like, I think she was close to 70, really cute lady. And I could tell she was extremely intelligent, but you know, as you get older, you don't necessarily learn as fast as when you were younger, right? So very smart lady, but I could tell that she would get frustrated because again, the other students, they ranged from like mm, 25 to about like 42. And I had one other guy that was like 55, but they were kind of in that age range. So they were picking up things a lot faster than she would. And I could tell that she was getting frustrated. So uh, one day, like she would go up front to give her speeches. Like once a week, the students had to give a speech in front of class. And, you know, I'd sit back and I'd kind of take notes or whatever. And I could tell whenever she'd walk up front, it's like, I mean, she was so cute. Her little body would start shaking a little bit and she'd have her glasses on and she'd kind of look around at us and try to start speaking. And she starts stuttering a little bit. And I was always trying to say like, hey, it's okay. Like, take your time, just breathe, relax, you know, and I'd encourage the students to smile at her, you know, because when you're having to give a speech up front, it is quite nerve wracking to see people's faces looking at you kind of like with dead stares. So um, I continued to work with her, trying to help her improve her confidence. And we had a conversation um, one time and I was telling her, I was like, you have to realize you're already amazing. Like you're, you're an older woman. You already speak, you know, she was Korean. You already speak Korean and you're learning English and you're so diligent. And I just tried to continue encouraging her and giving her affirmations. And I said, you have to kind of believe in yourself. So fast forward a few mm, few weeks, the class was two months. So I think fast forward maybe like three or four weeks and she had to give kind of her final speech. So again, I had already encouraged the students, hey, build her up, you know, be, be happy, smile, you know, when she gets up front. And she walked up front and it was like a brand new person. She was like, good morning, guys. We're like, good morning. Who are (laughs) Like she just spoke with so much confidence. Um, She didn't rely on her notes. She spoke for 10 minutes um, in English and she expressed herself well. Um, I was teaching them how to like do it, like to properly do an attention grabber at the beginning, like grip the attention of those listening Mm -hmm. to you. She had all of our attention. Um, and when she finished, like we all like clapped for her and we're like, that was amazing. So again, as a teacher, you know, as teachers, we see students change all the time, but every once in a while we'll see a student. We're like, I'm never going to forget this student because you kind of have seen their journey. And it wasn't, of course I encouraged her, but I watched her start to believe in herself. So yeah, it was really nice to see her kind of have confidence and give a speech really well in English. That's amazing. that's amazing it's such a nice story I can like picture this lady this little lady (laughs) so I mean she was so cute she'd bring little okay sorry guys it's a sidebar but like she'd bring little uh gifts to me 
she'd make like sandwiches. And you know, again, like say, think about your grandmother, you know, or somebody that cut it up. She'd cut it up into little pieces. And I was a grown woman, <laughs> but it was like, she treated me like I was her child. She'd cut them in four squares and wrap it up really nicely and have little sides. So it's like, Tiff, this is for you for your lunch. I mean, she was just a wonderful person. <laughs> Cute little lady. She was great. That's so sweet. What was this speech about? Do you remember? Oh, man. I'm trying to... I don't remember what the topic was. Um, because this class, the whole class was focused on giving speeches. So in the very beginning, I'm uh, not going to lie. They were all stressed. Because, again, yeah. like they... <laughs> I had never had a class like that, but like I knew where I was taking them, but it was intense. Like every week they had to give a speech. They had to make, I was like, nope, don't use your paper. Nope. And I slowly like two minute speech, then three minute, then four minute, like we built up. But, um, so I had kind of, um, a plethora of topics. I can't remember the exact one that she spoke about. Um, but we talked about a lot of stuff. So I can't remember that one though, actually. How okay. about you? Have you, um, I guess your students or in general, like watching students? Yes. Yes. Um, no, there are many of my students who have become a lot more confident, um, hopefully all of them. And yeah. there are a few that stand out. Um, recently, I had a, a student who uh, was working online, like she started working online and uh, she'd never made a video in English. Uh -huh. And um, I gave her as, as a homework task, like to make some videos for me because she wanted to start posting videos on social media in English. Yeah. And uh, I gave her this task of making a video and <laughs> it was just like, it was so funny. Like she was laughing. She had a good time with it, but it was such a challenge for her. Like she, she couldn't do it. She wasn't uh -huh. able to do it. Um, and we took some steps and little by little, uh, she worked, I said, okay, like make, make a 10 second video. Like, let me give you a question. Just film yourself answering it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she did it. And then the next week it was 30 seconds and the next week it was, it was longer and longer. And eventually she ended up making, uh, almost a 10 minute video, um, Amazing. on her own. And I, like, I didn't ask her to do it. She just did yeah. it. She just eventually did it, um, within probably two months, Amazing. uh, Amazing. which I think was, yeah, it was really cool because because I myself, like when I started making videos online, I was like, you know, like sh shaking. I was yeah. terrified. Yeah. And uh, I can I can only imagine what it would be like to make a video in another language that long in such a short span of time and post it online. It's uh, yeah. it's very admirable. So yeah, this is one that recently uh, stood out. But I think there are, have been many of my students who have managed to start working. Like a lot of them were terrified, for example, of going to an interview mm. in English, like they actually gave up opportunities because they were so scared of even oh. having like a phone interview. Yeah. And uh, they would pass up opportunities because someone would call them and I would say like, just go, just go. Like, even if you know, you don't get it, it's not the end of the world and treat mm. it like as a stepping stone and as a, as practice, just treat the interview as practice. And yeah. um, I've had several students who like just didn't attend their first interview or their first interview. <laughs> um, but over, you know, some months they ended up going and eventually ended up getting work. So yeah, I think that's also a huge, a huge step for people to take. And uh, I think that it's, uh, it's a lot harder than people realize. So yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there have been many cases, but these are a few that I can think of. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I noticed as you were talking, um, we just met a few months ago. 
But so many times in our conversations, I realize that a lot of our teaching strategies are similar. Like you mentioned that you had your student do a 10 second video, then the 30 second, and like you slowly kind of gradually brought her up. Um, and yeah, I use the same thing with students. Like you start with a shorter speech, then you go it a little bit longer and a little bit longer. So I just kind of wanted to point that out that, you know, those listening, you know, even though we're talking about how to have confidence in our conversations, you'll also kind of see our teaching methodology and you guys can kind of follow along. Like when you're trying to learn something and I know like in a previous episode, we talked about when students are alone and how they can study and improve. This is another method you guys can use. Again, like we're talking but we talked about, um, we're talking about confidence, but we mentioned like doing things in smaller chunks, like starting small and then slowly increasing. That's also another way to study alone. Yeah. So just interesting as you're talking like, yeah, same. Mm. Yeah. And you know, like, I think that also for you guys, you don't have to put this pressure on yourself to get from point A to point B mm. within a week or within a month. Like these time frames and timelines and time restrictions are just made up by you. So you don't have to necessarily be able to give a 30 minute presentation or a 30 minute speech within a week. Um, Like if it's a goal, you know, you can always adjust your timelines and you can always adjust what you're doing. So uh, this is really important. Like don't put this pressure on yourself to accomplish things that are unrealistic. Like even the most, someone with an incredible English level can, can, find it difficult to speak for long periods or to give presentations or to do new things. So yeah, just, you know, like give yourself a break and uh, feel proud of the things that you do accomplish. Like don't overlook small accomplishments. Um, I think that's something that we all tend to do and you should celebrate your accomplishments. Like look at it as, okay, last, last month I wasn't able to speak for five minutes and now I can have a conversation for 20 minutes. Like it is a big accomplishment and you should, if you focus more on that, you will start to, I don't know. I think you'll just be more positive and just, yeah, be more motivated. Yeah. I agree. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Well then to wrap up then Julie, do you, um, I want us to kind of think of maybe some tips or strategies that will help students uh, speak English with more confidence. I think, you know, you and I both actually spoke about our methodologies and some experiences we've had with our students, but if we could kind of give like a few quick tips or strategies that might help those listening uh, learn how to speak English with confidence. Do you have any quick tips you would give students that are listening? Um, I would say like practically or realistically to set some goals for yourself Mm -hmm. and try to look at whether you've accomplished those goals. Like it's hard to just feel more confident if you don't see progress, right? Like with anything you're doing in your life, when you see progress, you're like, okay, you know, like you're feeling good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, okay. And you start losing weight and you look at yourself and you're like, all right, I'm looking good. You know, I'm feeling strong you become more confident because you're seeing progress. If you see no progress, of course, you're going to feel sad and discouraged. So I would say like in order, but it's also hard to measure your own progress. So what you have to do is set smaller goals for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I would say weekly goals and monthly goals Mm -hmm. um, and write them down and Mm -hmm. go back to them. Like, don't just, you know, put them in your mind and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like write it down set a timeline, set a time frame for yourself. And when you've accomplished it, like celebrate that and be proud of yourself. Um, but write things down and actually you will see what you accomplish after one month, after one year, 
uh, yeah. if you actually kind of keep track of it and then you have something to celebrate and something to to feel confident about and proud of so yeah yeah I would say I agree 110 percent um <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what I can add to that because yes, I agree with tracking your progress. It's really, uh, really helpful. Um, let's see, let's see. I guess just one thing to add, um, a tip that will help you guys speak English with more confidence, um, is to applaud yourself. Like when you do something, it's okay. Like to write down your accomplishment. Like for example, if today, um, you're on, the internet and you're watching a YouTube video and you decide, you know what, I'd like to comment today. I want to comment and say, hey, this video was helpful or hey, you know, whatever comment you want to make. That's amazing too. Like you made a comment in English. It's not your language. Like it's okay. Like these things aren't um, insignificant. Like they are important. So remember like your small wins, they kind of like acknowledge your small wins, not just your quote unquote big wins. So again, if you make a comment or if you, um, listen to something that usually you'd have a hard time understanding, but today you understood 60% where last time you understood 50%, write that down. I think um, taking note of all of your small wins and then giving yourself the opportunity to go back and review those small wins, it makes you feel more confident. That kind of ties into what you were saying, Julie, about having like smaller goals. Um, but yeah, yeah, acknowledging your, uh, your, how far you've come, I guess your progress, like you were saying, acknowledging that. And then even for the things you haven't set a goal for, when you do something that you kind of think is good, write it down and then go back and review those things. And you'll start yeah. to feel more confident and kind of, um, you'll inspire yourself, even though it's you, you'll inspire yourself. Yeah. So I think those just, things are really important. Yeah, go ahead. Just to add one point to that, I think like a lot of people downplay their accomplishments. Mm. Um, and instead of celebrating, like you said, celebrating small wins, they sort of um, say, oh, okay, I did it, but I did it, but and every every sentence ends with, yeah, but and I think like, um, everyone needs to stop doing that. Like I used to do that as well. And yeah. um, a lot of people have asked me like how to become confident. And I wasn't always like so confident. Mm. Um, and teaching helped me to become confident because I could see um, growth in myself. I could see growth in my students. And I became confident over time uh, by acknowledging things and being proud of things and seeing like the great things I was doing. So don't downplay or don't not acknowledge the things that you do. And I think that this is also um, in some cultures, this is very common, like not to celebrate every small thing. And this is a very like Western way of thinking. Um, but yeah, you should celebrate the, the great things that you do. Like, even if they're small, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and don't let other people downplay it as well. And don't end your sentences with, um, yeah, I did it, but, but like, just, just end the <laughs> sentence. There. End it. No buts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. I don't know if you remember the statement from back in the day, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Do you remember that? Yes. yes. Yeah. Students, you guys can look that up later, but yeah, <laughs> along the same lines, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Julie, I really hope that uh, the students that are listening to this podcast episode, that listen to it, uh, learned a lot and hopefully they got a lot more confidence. So I want to thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to see video explanations for all of the words and expressions that were used in today's episode, all you have to do is join the weekly English Words membership by going to www.weeklyenglishwords.com. Once again, that's www.weeklyenglishwords.com. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.